From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, July 27th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The Circleville police officer who unleashed a canine on an unarmed truck driver who was surrendering after a police chase has been fired. ONN's Isabel Lawrence has more. According to a press release, Officer Ryan Speakman did not meet the standards and expectations for officers of the Circleville Police Department. Following an investigation, including the Circleville Police Use of Force Review Board, it was concluded that the department's policy for use of canines was followed. I'm Isabel Lawrence. Cleveland police arrested 12 juveniles believed to be members of a gang called the Kia Boys for alleged violent crimes, including beating a man and firing shots at a gas station. Here's ONN's Emma Henderson. Mayor Justin Bibb says now is the time for parents and guardians to step up and make sure their kids aren't part of this deadly problem. If you're a juvenile and want to enact criminal behavior like an adult, we're going to hold you accountable. And our city prosecutor working with the county prosecutor will use every tool of the law to hold them accountable. According to the prosecutor's office, the dozen teens have been arraigned already on a variety of charges related to the attack, shooting of the guns, and the aggravated burglary. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. State and educational leaders wrapped up the annual Ohio School Safety Summit yesterday, covering topics like school shootings, bullying, and suicide prevention. Northeast Ohio High School student Casey Orlowski was honored for helping to stop a possible mass shooting at his school back in April. These awards are not won. There are no winners. I wish for the day when these awards are no longer handed out, when we can all go to school without the constant threat of violence or bullying and just learn or teach like we're supposed to. On April 3rd, Orlowski found a bullet in a restroom at West Geauga High School and alerted a school resource officer. After reviewing security video, administrators were able to link that bullet to 18-year-old student Brandon Morissette, who had brought a gun with him to school and told authorities he had planned to shoot multiple classmates. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown is reacting to Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell's freezing incident yesterday. ONN's Dave James has the story. McConnell, who is 81, suddenly froze for more than 20 seconds in the middle of speaking to reporters and was led away to his office by other senators. He returned moments later and seemed fine, and Senator Brown saw him later. I actually talked to Senator McConnell last night on the Senate floor about some things, and he looked fine to me. Brown says it's not up to him to consider whether the health of his colleagues are an issue. He himself would be 78 at the end of his next term if re-elected. He says he crosses the state to tackle issues and will put his record up against anybody from either party. Dave James, I went in news. The U.S. just saw its biggest rise in COVID-19 hospitalizations since December, but in Ohio, hospitalizations are down. ONN's Angela Ann reports. New numbers from the CDC shows weekly COVID-19 hospitalizations nationwide rose by more than 10 percent last week. But Ohio, Indiana, and other Midwestern states were the only places that did not record more patients admitted last week compared to the week before. I'm Angela Ann. Officials near Toledo are warning of a scam involving someone going door-to-door asking for donations. 
ONN's Chase Bachman has more with Billy Mann from the Boys and Girls Club of Toledo. The Ottawa Hills Police Department says the man already stole several hundred dollars from an unsuspecting family. We hate to see that happen, especially when we've, we've got a lot of need here at the Boys and Girls Clubs uh, to see that taken from, from the community. Man says the Boys and Girls Club never goes door-to-door asking for donations and never will. We reached out to the Ottawa Hills Police for an update in this case and are waiting to hear back. Chase Bachman, Ben Ottawa Hills. It's the end of an era in Ashtabula, ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland explains. The last movie theater in the county has closed. The six-screen theater opened as part of Ashtabula Mall back in 1992, and according to the theater's manager, AMC couldn't reach an agreement during negotiations on renewing the lease, and the location was losing more money than it was bringing in. AMC posted on its website that it hopes to see customers at the next closest location, which is over two hours away in Pittsburgh. I'm Stephanie. During the Big Ten's media day in Indianapolis yesterday, Ohio State football head coach Ryan Day was asked about the ongoing competition for starting quarterback on the team, as well as other issues. ONN's Dom Tiberi in Columbus reports. He also talked about the way the season ended a year ago, including a second straight loss to that team up north, followed by a loss to Georgia in the college football playoff. Giving up big plays, well, that was the difference in those games. Explosive plays certainly is what, you know, really was our Achilles heel going down in those last two games. And now we know that. We've talked about it. You know, how much do we talk about the rivalry game and, you know, winning at the end of the season? We talk about it every day. We do. Now, we're not going to sit there and let it beat us twice, but it is a motivating factor for sure. I'm Dom Tiberi. And girls going back to school in Ohio this fall will find something new, thanks to some students at The Ohio State University. ONN's Gabriela Garcia has details. First-year med student Anusha Singh has always felt a stigma around menstruation. I remember leaving my fifth grade classroom where we learned about periods for the first time and our teacher is instructing us to be hush-hush about what we learned about. After really questioning that stigma, founding the Period Project's OSU chapter to make sure students who menstruate don't have to miss class because they can't afford pads or tampons. Ella Roxy's the vice president of the Period Project at OSU. She helped spearhead talks with lawmakers in the Ohio Senate. And to her surprise, it was incredibly bipartisan, and that was always something that I felt really strongly about. This really shouldn't be a partisan issue. It should just be a human rights issue. It should not be scandalous or deeply political. It should just be something that we focus on because our women and girls deserve to stay in school. Now, schools in the state will get $2 million for period product dispensers and $3 million for the products themselves. I'm Gabriela Garcia. According to the Period Project, a nationwide organization fighting period poverty, one in four teens has missed class because they don't have access to a menstrual product. Ohio State's chapter of the Period Project helped secure funding in the state budget that will now be allocated for free period products in Ohio schools. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.